Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. America. I am not a number. I am a free man. Wiggins America. The only thing I'm going to need from you guys right now is a cup of coffee. Wiggins. Today's global economy waits for no man. America. Today's global business climate is like, whatever, dude. Politics is a dirty game. I'm not sure we want to play. There are forces here at work that you couldn't possibly understand. You have no idea how high up this goes. Welcome to Wiggins America. song on purpose it's by chris tomlin it's called our god uh it's a christian song obviously and it came to mind this weekend and i said you know what i'm actually going to use that in a in a segment because without trying to this whole hour is about the way media spins things now that's something we talk about all the time anyway so it's probably no coincidence that hey we have almost an hour of material about how the leftist media spins things media in general spins things because people in general spin things why do we spin things why does everybody come to a story and then find the motive to try to fit into our worldview well that's why is because we have a predetermined worldview and we try to fit everything that comes into our lives into that worldview to confirm that the way we believe the world exists is the right way and if anything contradicts that we have a tough time with it so we try to fit everything into it That means that really it's your core beliefs that dictate the way the messages are portrayed. Now, if that means you're a journalist or you're a photographer or you're a blogger or whatever, if you're sharing stories, especially news media because it's about power, uh, you're going to have a slant to that story even if you try not to. Uh, We're just open about that. That's one of the things I like about being in talk radio, 97.1. And excuse me, by the way, because I'm still getting over COVID. I still sound like it. I thought... You know, this is week three. Why do I still sound like I have a head cold? I feel fine. I don't know. Maybe this is what they call long COVID. And maybe I'll never sound normal again. Wouldn't that be terrible? It's the wrong industry for not ever sounding normal again. Oh, well, it's a man-made disease. It's going to do weird things. Anyway, 
point being that we all have this agenda that we bring to the table, even if we try to keep it out of our stories. We're just open about that at 97.1. We're an opinion station. We we have opinions that lean right. Uh, that is our market. That is our demographic, is people who are like-minded. But everybody can listen. You don't have to agree with us to listen. You just know what you're going to get generally when you come to 97.1, that we lean right of center, sometimes very right of center. <laughs> that might be me. Um, but I wanted to explain all of that just because this story that came to mind, I'm like, wow, that's that's such a weird, I haven't thought about this thing in years. So if you know anything about me, you know that I've lived in St. Louis, or at least the market area my whole life, actually the Illinois side for almost my whole life. I moved to deep Southern Illinois for college. Then I came right back to Metro East Illinois, like a dumb idiot. And I'm still there right now. <clears throat> and looking over the river at you in Missouri and going, hey, you guys are really figuring things out. Uh, the economic engine is going to keep driving in Missouri. It's <laughs> I live in a part of Illinois that thankfully the economic driver is not Illinois. <laughs> if you're in Chicago, man, I don't want to be in Chicago right now. Chicago is huge. It'll take a while for it to really start to fall. But <clears throat> I like where I live other than the fact that it is in the state of Illinois. So that all aside, I've been in St. Louis for a long, long time, this market area. And I got my start working in TV at a station called UPN 46. Now, UPN was a network that didn't, well, it was predominantly black entertainment. Um, and I worked there for about a year before it got, not bought, but uh, the network got merged with WB and they became the CW. So if you know what the CW is, <clears throat> that station is a combination of WB and UPN and it made the CW and now nobody cares what networks are anyway because nobody watches TV but that's where I got my start in media well before that I actually worked in newspapers in college in southern Illinois and then TV then radio at Joy FM then I worked in my own television production company for about four or five years and we did fairly well and when you hear old Roy on the show that's actually how we met. We were professional colleagues. We started that business together, and we had some success, but not quite enough for us to ever break through the ceiling. And so we still work on stuff, but uh, much more in the background because this is what I do, and he runs a restaurant now. Then I came here, 97.1, in 2018. So here's that's a short background of my career. I've uh, never really left St. Louis, done all this from here. So I've worked in all this variety of media, TV, technically kind of movies when we were doing our own productions uh local tv radio newspapers i think i've pretty much done everything but worked at a magazine company <laughs> and i'm not sure those really exist anymore they're all just online entities now so when i was working in christian radio there's and this has only happened a couple times in my entire life where i've seen firsthand media bias from the inception of the story right through how it was presented to the public who didn't know how, what had actually happened. And you've seen one of these. I'm going to talk about two of them. But one of them is particular to me working at Joy FM. Uh, when I was doing that, we had a Christian concert. And this is media bias in action. It, it was really amazing to watch. Um, they had bought a new signal. You know, if you've been around for a while, you know what I'm talking about. And we were doing a concert with Chris Tomlin. That's why I played that song. Well, the 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 news article was how we were basically like the bullies and we were artless pieces of crap taking away art from St. Louis. And uh, 
the story that was written about us was going to be the night we kind of launched the this big concert in I, I think it was in coordination with the announcement that we were moving to this bigger signal and all this stuff okay so that's what was actually happening and this was a private purchase between two actually christian entities that were selling one was selling to the other and uh reporting on it would have been very easily to be factual and and in some sense, we we had some factual reporting, but the Post-Dispatch did one article, I remember in particular, that was very slanderous. They didn't say anything that was illegal because you could you can go into libel territory where you can actually sue somebody for saying something that's false. So they didn't say anything that was false, but they used words that were all very negative, like we were this power-hungry, you know, bully that was destroying art and all this and whatever, right? Um, the way that it was presented was not just in the slant of the words, but here's what I always stuck out to me, is that there was a photographer there at the, I think it was Sabbath Center, it might have been Enterprise at the time, I don't know, whatever it was called, um, at this big Chris Tomlin event. I mean, that's a pretty big concert. And it was probably sold out, if not close to sold out. And the photographer was there, and I saw this guy taking pictures, and I thought, I think that's the Post-Dispatch guy. And he took a couple of pictures of Chris Tomlin on the stage, and he was walking around all night, taking pictures all night. I mean, that's what he was there to do. He's a reporter. So he takes a bunch of pictures. Guess what shows up in the newspaper the next morning? And we're all waiting with bated breath to see this article because we're like, this is how the majority of people are going to find out about this at all. So we don't know how it's going to be presented. The picture is of one lyric in that song, and Chris Tomlin has tons of songs. If you if you listen to Christian music at all or you grew up in church, <clears throat> you'd know Chris Tomlin's songs. They're just va- very famous. So he has tons and tons of songs. They chose this one because it's him standing there on stage with his eyes closed, and he looks a little bit like he's grimacing, like he's kind of mean but not super mean. I know it's probably the meanest they could find. And the lyrics up on the, on the prompter behind him are, Our God is greater, our God is stronger. Implying that we were, again, these bullies that were just here to smash St. Louis culture. That is one line in one song. And technically, they didn't say how you should feel about that. But if you're approaching this story and you've never heard it, well, then you're going to look at that and go, Oh, their God is greater. Their God is stronger. They're basically like sitting there boasting about their strength. Well, no, the whole song is about how God is greater than your problems and so forth. You know, that kind of stuff, that kind of message is common in Christian music. But they chose it with this headline that was very inflammatory about how uh, that they were going to kill the arts in St. Louis because it was classical music. And that was the fir- well, not the first time, but it was the first time I had seen it from inception all the way through to publication, where you have multiple people working for the same goal to basically smear you. They're not reporting. They're, they're trying to make the public feel a certain way. And in this case, it was anti-Christian or at least anti-Christian radio. The other one is one that you've seen before. And I don't know whether you saw it from the actual like point of inception or you were just there for the ride. It was Ferguson. And I'm not talking about hands up, don't shoot, and all that stuff. That all is a, a different story, but is very true that it was all made up. Um, I'm talking about the moment that it became a story, which was that stuff. I mean, that's what made it a story. Watching Ferguson, and I had friends who were actually lived there at the time. 
watching people go to certain spots, like I think that QT was a main one and a couple others, and they would stand there and scream things or light things, like light, light a Molotov cocktail and get ready to throw it or whatever. But they were doing it, and if you were able to... Now, we watched this on camera, but you could go there because it was here. And a lot of my buddies did, and and I think I was in the media enough that I had people that were going out there and reporting back. I don't know that I actually went. But they were taking footage on their phones at the time of what it looked like when the news was doing the reporting. And it was so gross to me because you'd have somebody stand in the middle of basically a giant circle or or a half circle of cameras from all over the world would focus on this one person and this one person would then perform. They would perform the function that the news was there to cover. They were glad to do that because they were giving the news footage. The news was glad to cover that because they didn't force the person to do it. But they obviously had pointed their cameras at this spot and said, if you stand in this spot, we will be covering this thing. So people would. They'd go and stand in that spot and they'd go and do things. That's why these certain spots always end up being the worst because they get torched the most and they get the coverage. But if you stepped back with your camera, your phone camera, and took a picture, which I wish I would have saved because I saw them at the time, you could see that there was just this huge circle of cameras and they were all just there basically saying, come perform for us. Please come perform for us. We'll broadcast it all over the world and we will tell your story. Do what we want and we will share your agenda. I mean, you got to watch that one play out somewhat in real time, how they bust people in from all over the place. It was those kind of things that I think I already knew there was an agenda, but watching it happen for me firsthand where you saw the personal agenda, sometimes of one person, sometimes of multiple people, sometimes of an entire organization, news organization, or multiple news organizations in the case of Ferguson, it was surreal to think that not only was this happening with this story, but this happens all the time with almost all all stories it was a wake-up call for me well this is the two-year anniversary of the show if i haven't said that yet this hour it is and we're going to have some of our favorites in here old roy and trisha will be here this hour and we will be right back call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. First of all, there's this... Don't give me a speech. Tell me what you're asking will, me to do. With all due respect, Senator, the words you spoke are disturbing, especially coming out of your mouth is very disturbing. But I would, I would also tell you that we're not advocating for kids to read porn, to Senator Booker's what point. What are you advocating for? We are advocating for parents, random parents, not to have the ability, under the guise of keeping kids safe, to try and challenge the world view of every single manner on these issues. Real short segment here. We'll get back to old Roy and Trisha with the rest of the show. But that is Senator Kennedy this week talking to Illinois Secretary of State Alexei Giannoulias about his decision to defend keeping some of the most grotesque books in libraries and school libraries for children. The quotes I can't actually read here or play here because they're so gross that we would actually be fined by the FCC for playing back quotes from what's in children's books that Illinois is defending keeping before children, or at least defending their right to read these things. This is a weird topic because on one hand you're going, oh, we want to block these couple of books, and it's not just a couple actually, it's more like hundred or hundreds of books that are very inappropriate sexual material for children, and I absolutely think there is a place for stopping that from existing before kids. At the same time, kids are viewing pornography earlier than ever before. Statistically speaking, most kids have seen hardcore porn by the time they're nine. So is blocking these, now if you're saying, well, this is just about the kids, but you're not talking about all these other ways in which kids are getting these things. Well, that's very true. That is something we absolutely should be talking about more, is that this is a problem. The infiltration of pornography into all aspects of life has made it easier and more common that children see it more often and earlier than ever. We're sexualizing the kids. However, this point right here that we're making about the books, that is a cultural fight that we're having. And what are you supposed to do? Just go, oh, well, you know, you got to fight the battle somewhere. And this is one way you can fight that battle while talking about the issue at large, which is what I hope to do. I hope in this very short segment that I've done that at least a little bit. Like I said, old Roy is coming back in the studio in just a second. And then Trisha will round out the show. This is the two-year anniversary show of Wiggins America. We'll be right back. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Old Roy in studio. Thanks for being here, Old Roy. Looking super old. Thank you. You're welcome. I got a couple of articles here that I want to run by you and just see what you have to say about them this week. They are from leftists organizations. So CNN Business being one of them, Yahoo News being the other. It's my wheelhouse. I'm going to start with uh I'm going to start with the Yahoo article. The title explains it all. Authoritarianism expert. Didn't know those existed, yeah. did you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you just say you are. <laughs> right. I was listening back to a segment we did when I had COVID. I played a couple back. Yeah. And one of them we were talking about atoms, and you say, "Well, I'm an expert in atomology," <laughs> and we just went with it. Yeah. Like, oh well, if you said so, then you are. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> this is <clears throat> in the same <laughs> in that same vein. Uh, authoritarianism expert. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Uh, predicts why the GOP will implode for good. Ah, okay. I, I like this because it's testable. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if, if, the, if the experts say it, uh, then you usually can't really come back and be like, well, I got you because they're like leaving out. Yeah. But this one, they will. the GOP will implode for good, although I guess that, you know, what does that really mean, you could ask. Authoritarian expert Ruth Ben-Jiat thinks the GOP's increasingly extreme positions can only backfire on the party. It's a very scary and sad time for America. The history professor, there's some credentials finally, at New York University and author of Strong Men, Mussolini to the President, acknowledged on the latest episode of the Daily Beast podcast, The New Normal. The GOP is now an autocratic entity hollowed out and in its bunker stage with its fervent support of former President Donald Trump. Things can only go one way for Republicans who are so out of step with popular desires, which she clearly knows. She's not existing in sort of bubble in New York University. Right. <laughs> um, that they will implode. So uh, do you put any stake behind this, Mr. Restaurateur? Yeah, a stake would make it palatable, but... <clears throat> No, it, it, it always amazes me. I Now, I get the whole New York, you're in a bubble, you don't know what yeah. the r- real world thinks. <laughs> My friends all say that they don't like Trump, so that must mean everybody does. Right. But it, it's, it's amazing how they make these mental gymnastics to come up with those. It, it's weird. You can, you can see their, their train of thought, but it's yeah. so irrational yeah. and illogical that they got from A to to B to make that kind of a conclusion that it you you have to be either really ignorant or just oblivious. I think this speaks to expert culture. Yeah. I you know, we have institutions that are now factories of minting a certain opinion. 
that, that's their whole point is to say, you have a certain opinion. I will now stamp you with expert and a job and maybe a tenure, depending on where you're at. Right. So that you can go espouse my views. I, that there that is the institution system now, and it is government, it is colleges, it is corporations, it is everywhere, and the American people don't trust these things anymore because it's clear that they're just being lied to or manipulated is the, is probably the best word. True, but but you have to have some level of self awareness to you would think to not embarrass yourself that badly. I mean, anybody who who makes that jump to that's what Trump is about is this bunkering down implosion mode. Don't, they don't clearly don't understand what Trump is about and what the movement is about. That if you just took a, even a remotely objective look at it would would make sense. You don't have to agree with it, yeah. but you would at least understand it, the movement and not go to this. Oh, it's it's implosion mode. Yeah, I think that's what bothers me about the elitist academia, government world, or whatever, is that their their job is to and traditionally liberals, in their heart of hearts, they were made by their creator to care about people. That's been their bent, mm-hmm. and that that affects politics. It affects the way you see the world because you're made to do that. You're made to feel. And they are made, these are people who are made to identify with the least of these. I mean, that is their purpose. And they miss it. They're missing it. Because even if they end up with a conclusion that says, I still think, take Donald Trump out of it, but say middle America is feeling left behind. Middle America feels like the coasts are one culture and we are a different culture mm-hmm. we don't like your culture you are forcing it on us and our kids yeah you know among all the other things <clears throat> even if you disagree with the view you could still see it and say oh i have an uncle who's like that i understand I, i'm trying to talk to people who are in that so that even if i think they're wrong I at least kind of get where they're coming from because I, I, I feel for them. That has been traditional liberalism. That is gone. I think you're giving them too much credit. I, <clears throat> the, because there's always a caveat. There's always that, oh, yes, I'm here to care about something I'm not willing to do anything about. But I care <laughs> about it, so I'm good. But that's what I'm saying is that they used to do something. And that they're, don't do Only for anymore. the right ones, though. There's not, I mean, there's a line. I don't, I can't care about all of them. I only care about this little group of them because I think they're useful to me and they make me feel like a good person if I say that I care. And I think that traditional liberalism wasn't about taking care of people. I mean, there there was a built-in honor and, um, and a, a belief in a higher power in those early days of the country that everybody had. Yeah, yeah. And so trying to attach that compassion on either side it, it politically is is a stretch. And, and f- for the traditional liberal, it was about freedom. It was about liberty. It was about there's, there's God that's, that is giving us this basic liberty this freedom to be and 
that drove it. It was it was less about empathy and compassion and more about uh, 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 humbleness under God. Well, because it was based in <clears throat> a belief in a higher power who was right. active in the world, and and now it's not. I I, mean, I, I think, think you're hitting on the difference. Yeah, I but I think the this this empathy and compassion that you're describing is a more recent, you know, maybe 60, 70 years, but a more recent part of the left in a way that was art that was manufactured for the purpose of pulling on the heartstrings of people and getting and manip- being able to manipulate them certainly among the powers that yeah. be i think that's true but they they manipulated people who did feel that way so, so you'd hear oh i i there's the i want to explain to you the plight of a certain group of people whatever that is and they would sometimes rightfully, like liberal minds or hearts, would respond to that, not because they wanted what was coming down the road from those leaders, but at that moment, I felt it, mm-hmm. I responded to it. Yeah. But I think we're talking about different things. I think we're talk- I'm talking about the average person, you're talking about the person leading the country or the movement or whatever. But, but that line is now blurred. Yeah. It doesn't, and this is where I think we would agree, that even the average liberal has disconnected those things to say, well, I am helping by supporting a candidate who will help by spending money. That's not traditional liberalism. That's new liberalism. Right. That's basically disconnected from real world problems and real world situations and is saying, I'm being a good person by just doing nothing and, and thinking the right thoughts. Yeah, and and I'm against it. And so, I mean, that was kind of a 60s and 70s addition to liberalism was, was, I don't have to really do anything but show my displeasure. Yes. And by doing that, I'm drawing attention and therefore I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a platform. Yes. uh, Even if I don't have a platform, and I'm going to use it. Right. Since we're talking about elites, the other article that I have here from CNN Business that I wanted to get to before we close out is... (laughs) <laughs> I kid you not. Why inflation can actually be good for everyday Americans and bad for rich people. Mm. Okay. <laughs> they can, without, I mean, it's a long article because they got to really explain it here. But they go into explaining how if you are a lender, then this may be bad for you because you've lended at a low rate in the past and you're locked into those low rates where people... Who are bar? I mean, see if you can follow this. Oh my gosh! Um, Okay. So that if you if you have that low rate, you're actually benefiting because inflation has risen faster than the rate you're paying on your house, for instance. So if you locked in back a couple years ago, well, then you're actually pretty well off because inflation went up, but your payments stayed the same. Well, duh. (laughs) But that the title of the article (laughs) that's then that's the justification. For the title, Why Inflation Can Actually Be Good for Everyday Americans and Bad for Rich People. To hell with the fact that you got to buy anything else with that money. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, it's, it's, you know, pestilence can be great for people who live in a different, <laughs> pal- in different place. You know, it, it's, you know what's funny about that? Is there was not not too long ago there was a, a a backlash against somebody because they made some comment about slavery, you know, 
if you looked at it a certain way, it was oh yeah, you this remember was, that this was part of the Florida curriculum that they pinned on DeSantis, yeah. even though he had really nothing to do with other than appointing a board to write curriculum, and they had a sentence in there. Yeah, Kamala Harris grabbed and basically did a campaign on it for a month. But this is the same kind of thing. But on yeah. the other side, is there? Well, as long as the bad stuff didn't happen to you, it's probably good <laughs> that it happened. This is like somebody writing. <laughs> well, you know what? AIDS was probably not the worst thing if you're against premarital sex. <laughs> well, you're like, whoa, what? I mean, I just can't believe. And this is CNN business. This is this is an American institution writing this article. It's not brand new. It, this is a little bit old now, but I, it's just amazing. I it popped back up, and I'm like, golly, what are these people thinking? That they're trying. They really are. They think they're. This is the person that I just said in uh, probably last week. If if Biden dropped a nuclear bomb on New England, they'd go well, but he's better than Trump. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, I mean, yes, 20% inflation over the last couple years. And yes, we're not calculating inflation, so it's probably worse than that compared to where the way we used to calculate it. But this is good for you. Right. I mean, you're talking about you've lost so much trust at this point in being able to deliver just common information to people. It's like saying, you know what you should do if if your fingernails are getting too long? Instead of going out and buying a manicure set, just cut your hand off. Yeah. You won't have to cut. You won't have to cut your fingernails ever again. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's that's terrific advice. Thank you, CNN Business. Yeah, stupid. All right, Roy, thank you for being here again this week. Always appreciate your input. We will uh, we'll stop there. We'll be right back. Uh, do you want to say happy birthday or happy anniversary to me one more time before we go? Uh, yeah, I do. Happy birthday and happy anniversary. Oh, gosh. It's been such an honor and pleasure and distinct joy to get to spend this time with you and to celebrate you accordingly. I am i don't know what to say. I'm kind of blushing. I wish you wouldn't have done that on the air because it's so uncomfortable. But thank you. Well, you are you deserve it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let me ask you about a couple things that... Really don't matter. I'm Great. saving the best for My last. My favorite year. kind of thing. Yeah, tags in shirts. Hate them. Uh, thank you because the I have worst. a tag right now. Get it out. So rip like, it out. But you can't rip it out because it's going to make a hole. So you can't cut it out because then it scratches your neck. Yes. What the heck? Who? Why would they even print them on there or leave them off? We the, can gauge size by just looking at it. So they're starting to print it on the back yeah. here where I'm holding up Acceptable. for absolutely no reason. Love that. If you don't know what I'm pointing at. And as if anybody listening knows what I'm pointing at. But on the side of my collar now, there's a tag in here. Why? Why would they the do that to you? On the side of my neck. On your birthday and anniversary show so, and everything. Yeah. Two years old, me. Uh, they cut, I cut this tag. <laughs> two, I know. It's two year anniversary of Wiggins America. Um, but I cut this out and I'm real precise about it. And I'm, I'm super super anal about these stupid things. Yeah, they're awful. And it still doesn't matter. Like, I can't get it out no, of the it just, threading. It actually makes it so worse. So it just scratches me. Yeah. No, I'm with you. But it, it is worse if I leave the tag because then it's all flapping all over the place. Yeah, it is and it isn't. It's just a different kind of terrible. I'm really glad that you agree with this because I get told by other adults that I am a child for thinking no, this. No, you're right. But I can't be alone because they're making tagless shirts now. As they should. So somebody's complaining about this enough 
that they're starting to I hate listen. it. It's awful. You're right. Anything okay. else? Good. And why do they put tags in weird spots now? I get tags. I don't know if girls get this, but I get tags on like the in the inside seam. on the sign. Yeah. What the heck? Where why? it really itches. It's almost like tickles and all this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Terrible. not just where mm-hmm. it always had been oh, when I, I was know. a kid. I know. I actually keep a pair of scissors in my little. I have a little like stand mm-hmm. on my dresser that holds my deodorant and usually my keys. Maybe my wallet ends up in there. And I have a, a little drawer in there that I keep a tiny pair of scissors mm-hmm. that my kids don't know about because if anything. If they know anything is around, they're going to go use it when they need it. But they don't know those are there. Your secret scissors. Th- those secret scissors are literally just for cutting tags out of shirts. Mm-hmm. That's how badly I, I get hate it. tags. I get it. Okay. Same page. Good. Second thing. Great job on doing a tour this week for students. Hey, thanks. There was, did That's they, pretty did, cool. Did they approach you? They or? reached out. Okay. Yeah, they actually reached out, and it was interesting. They said we were one of the only media companies in the city that would do it. You're kidding. Truth. Well, that's weird. Mm-hmm. I thought, because we don't do a ton of that, but not because we're trying not to. I just figured that we were like had a policy that we just don't do it a lot or we're too busy. No, we're happy to do them. We don't go out and solicit that. We will pop by job fairs from time to time. Yeah. We're happy to do, but we're happy to do the tours. But it's really more of a, you got to call and ask kind of situation. Yeah. We're not. And you got to call and talk to the right person probably. Right? Yeah. But you anybody, if you just call Odyssey, is it, what are you going to get, a voicemail? Yeah, I. it depends on who. You, you've got to be more strategic with your calling. But you can call anybody in the Odyssey family and say, hey, I'm interested in this, and we can get you the right person. Well, so that was cool because um, not only was it a, a, a team of, I don't know, seven or eight kids. Mm-hmm. Seven kids. Teenagers who were in a broadcast club. At Collinsville, but it was Collinsville. It was my alma mater. Yay! And I was like, hey, this is cool. And so I got to ask them a couple of questions. Now, I, I kudos to, and this was a couple of days ago, of course, but kudos to Mark Cox. And everybody here seemed like they were very cool about showing the kids what they do and I taking time out. I can't say enough. This, so the school is really great. Uh, the professor is Todd Duke. He does play-by-play. Super cool guy. Set the thing up. I cannot say enough good things about our staff during this tour from everybody i mean ethan hannaford really stepped up talked play-by-play jake baumgartner on y98 talked about radio djing d to the c did live mixes Mm -hmm. uh with everybody it was just and then like you said you and mark uh rounded it out it was wonderful yeah we hit clean up by the time they were talking to us they're like uh we have heard a ton. (laughs) (laughs) They're melting. To their credit, they still paid attention. Yeah. But I remember being in 11th grade and Mm -hmm. being like, dude, after an hour, I'm lost. Well, we got them out of a classroom setting, so I think that they were extra engaged. Yeah, right. Um, But you reminded me of two things. One is that they they were super cool and that whenever you ask somebody, I just forget this. This is like a general rule of life. When you ask somebody for advice... They will give it no matter what. I mean, as long as they have, like, you know, mm-hmm. like they're walking by you and you're like, hey, oh, yeah. I need advice on something. Oh, well, well, hang on. You know, but but generally, like if you if you tell somebody, I respect you, I want to know what you think about this. Generally speaking, they're always going to be like, bring it. Yep. I'll tell you whatever Brett you need to know. Brett and Hannah were another great example of the Brett Megan show in the morning. They were walking by and they just turned around and they were like welcome and here's yeah. radio it was 
beautiful. It was a yeah, beautiful I thing. think part of it is that we don't do them enough. Like if it was every day, you'd be like, oh, okay, it's good. It's We're like, ooh, but visitors. Like, oh, hey, I get to tell you what I do. It did actually leave me a little bit uh, more inspired because you know how you go through the day to day. We talk about this yeah. sometimes, but going through and listening to each person's pitch for their their piece of the pie yeah. it was it made me feel it's like a, inspiring yeah it was a renewed... people took pride in their jobs mm-hmm. we were just so, I mean, it was so fast moving yeah that you just never get a chance to pause and reflect like mm-hmm. oh this is what i do um real quick because we're almost out of time but there was a story that i was like oh if i get a chance i'm gonna tell that story because it's collinsville alum and they would know the teachers and i even mentioned a couple i mentioned oh did you guys have shusky and lindauer and they're like yeah and, and they were actually not married when I was at school and they are now. And um, <laughs> so there, there was when when I was in school, Lindauer, these these were like the cool, hip, young teachers. Mm-hmm. And now we're all probably older. And so mm-hmm. they're probably among the older teachers now. Um, but there was a geography project that Lindauer had. And I was going to tell him about this just because I thought it was funny. And I'm glad I'm glad I didn't. Me and a friend had to create the, the project was draw whatever you want but you have to draw every type of geography like you have to do mountains you have to do a desert you have to do water you have to do this and that so as long as you hit all the marks of every possible geographic formation you could make whatever land fantasy land you wanted and they were on these big posters and we got to hang them in the hall so me and my good friend were like oh cool we're gonna make Penn island and <laughs> Like Bic pens, like yeah, pens, like Bic ink, pen. ink pens. Pen Island. Pen Island, P-E-N. Yeah. Yeah. And then we like put that real big, it was just an island, we had all the formations, so we got an A, and it was real big at the top, Pen Island. And you kind of smash the words together and we put it up in the hall. Mm-hmm. You glad I didn't tell that story? Mm, yes. Uh, yeah, I am actually very glad. Okay. Because I don't think I you, get it. I you get, do it. get it. Yeah, it's like the Pen 15 thing. I get it. Okay, you get it. Yeah, okay. I get it. Because I, I, I was going to tell the story mm-hmm. and just see if did they... Did Is it... First of all, is that a true story? Or it's a true just story. Or that? It really did. did. And teacher, then we got in trouble because yeah. once they realized, oh, you can't do Pen Island? Because we, you know, smashed all the words together. It was very hilarious. <laughs> it, I mean, it's great. I mean, when you're, <laughs> when you're tw- in 12th grade or 11th grade, that, that's no, the that's greatest gold. thing you've I ever done. I get it. Yeah. And plus, that was before... That joke was very well known. So we're like, oh, we're super cutting edge. Yeah, you are. But I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit glad that I didn't have a chance to tell that story because I think I would have regretted it. I guarantee you, you would have regretted it because I would have said, stop. no, yeah. stop, <laughs> shut it down. I know you would. Leave this room right now, kids. Close your ears. <laughs> I knew you would. Uh, but, you know, you get me and Mark in a room and mm. there's no room. We just keep talking. So. And islands for days. <laughs> All right, uh, we got to wrap. Thanks for being here. Thank you. See you next week. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.